you're listening to Of Sights and Men. A Daily Magician production. special guest. Um, I'll, I'll give the introduction straight away. I'll get straight into this one. Uh, his name is Jackie Yu, um, and he's done a lot uh, from fooling uh, Penn and Teller on their show Foolers to appearing in the Steve Harvey show, even Access Hollywood. Um, and also in, in 2009, Jackie met his, his wife, Ellie, uh, who was also another amazing magician. Uh, and together they, they film, formed a, a really powerful team who a lot of their work focuses on, on an amazing quick change act that um, I've had the uh, pleasure of uh, spending a lot of time watching <laughs> today as I did my <laughs> research. Um, they have also been in the semifinal of uh, Britain's Got Talent. Um, they have a, a Guinness, well, you, you, I'm guessing you both hold, right, the Guinness World Record for the most outfit changes in 30 seconds. Um, and right now you guys are in Las Vegas where you can continue to perform. Is that, was that a decent intro? Is it, <laughs> did I manage to, to get yeah, everything in there? <laughs> Well, I'm very happy to have you here today. Um, strangely enough, it's actually sunny in the UK as well. So I guess for both of us, we've got that nice sunshine, seeing as you're in Nevada, oh, nice. it's not like you have to go very, very far. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. So <laughs> nice. tell me, Jackie, um, how did you first get into magic? Where did all of this journey begin? Because it seems like there's, there's a lot on your resume now, but it must have started somewhere. Yeah, yeah so... Yeah, when I was uh, 15, my friend showed me a simple coin magic. So it's mm -hmm. a French trap, and that really blew my mind. And after that, <laughs> I wanted to figure it out. I really wanted to figure it out, and he taught me. And it was so amazing because I thought there's a, that's a special coin uh, or magic trick, but it's just mm -hmm. a pure sleight of hand. So I love, I love magic, and after, yeah, I got into magic. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you just got hooked by your friend. Do you remember what yes, you right. Do you remember who your friend is? Are you guys still friends now? Yes, he's my best friend in my life. Oh, really? That's cool. Yes. Yeah, he, did, he didn't do magic, but yeah, at the time he he, he, he picked up magic as a hobby. Mm. So, uh, and uh, yeah, and I started together. <laughs> was it one of those where you just like suddenly got like really good and he was like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm still just doing the French drop, <laughs> that sort of thing? <laughs> yes, yeah, so the French drop, yeah, it was so powerful. <laughs> and yeah. at the time, yeah, I was a very shy guy, and uh, yeah, I, I always wanted to do something. I wanted to find my hobby or my mm. uh, my dream. Uh, so, and he he showed me the magic, and yeah, quickly I fell in love, fell in love with magic. And, and so, how old were you at this point? Uh, right now, I'm 34 years old now. Yeah, and and when when he showed you the first French drop, when when was that? Ah, uh, it's uh, 15 years old. 15. Okay, so yes. quite the journey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's been about yeah, almost 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of seems like to me like there's like two parts to your magic journey, right? So obviously you have this kind of, I guess it starts with like this sleight of hand and coin magic, which is pretty cool back when you're 15. Yeah. Um, and then it seems like there's another like part of the story, right? Where you, you, you meet your, your wife, Ellie. Yeah. So, can you give me a bit more context for that? How how did how did that all happen? Uh, so basically, we worked uh, together at the same magic company in South okay. Korea. Uh, 
Very nice. Busan, South Korea, and uh, yeah, and uh, we both uh, we both were musician, and we perform together, and uh, we teach magic for uh, lay people. So it's uh, mm -hmm. it's the company. So at the time, and uh, Ellie wanted to make uh, something new act, and we combined together make uh, decided to make quick change act. Uh, basically, mm -hmm. uh, when she was young, she, her dream was a fashion designer, and uh, she, okay, okay. she knew how to how to make costumes and design. And I do, yeah, I yeah, I, I love creating magic, and we both love creating. So yeah, we combined and uh, teamed up to make a quick change act. And so, did the did the quick change act come before or after you guys got married? Uh, before. So before, before okay. we got married, yes. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. So, so I mean, like that's a, that's a pretty that's a pretty cool story. Like, so were you guys kind of just like progress? Like, you're just dating while you're in this magic company, and then kind of yes. just went from there. Yes, right. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess I was just wondering, like, when I think of like quick change, like yes. obviously from my extremely limited knowledge, which is pretty much zero on quick changes, uh, I always feel yeah. like there's this like. I always have this tension of like, oh my gosh, like, what happens if like they just lift up and like, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing there? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like it's <laughs> kind of like maybe that's part of the show that was what makes it so good. But I guess I was wondering, uh, like, do do you have any like horror stories like that, or is that is that even possible? Ah, uh, yeah, it's it's possible, always possible, because uh, yeah, sometimes <laughs> you're changing. Think, uh, yes, we <laughs> change a lot, and uh, we yeah, we change the plan a lot. So basically, uh, normally people think uh, uh, they can see everywhere, uh, every angle. So like a backside and, and a yeah. side. And uh, so when we arrive at the theater, uh, sometimes uh, it's uh, surrounded by people. And mm. that's crazy. Actually, our quick change is uh, like a, more like a theatrical performance. And uh, right. there are so many anger sensitive things. And uh, we, we made uh, uh, so many uh, different systems. And we thought it's original. So it's very risky, and so uh, there's a, a trick called the cross change that I made. Mm -hmm. So where I change my black outfit to white. Yeah. Uh, so, when I cover, yeah. yeah, when I cover it with black cloth, in a second mm -hmm. it changes to white. So it's very risky, and uh, yeah, sometimes yeah, it, it went wrong many times uh, when when I first <laughs> made. So we use a, a black booth in the middle of the stage. We place the black booth mm. in the middle of stage. It's a, it's more like a fitting room, and it's more like dressing room. So yeah, before I changed my costume to white, but it didn't work. So I just uh, uh, directly go inside the dressing room and uh, just uh, remove all the <laughs> costumes that didn't change. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I was I was I looked like a, a crap, <laughs> real <laughs> crap. So I just uh, yeah go inside with sideways. It's just crazy experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like, how do you like? How do you even get into quick changing? Like, it must be. Yeah. Like I, I feel like it's a whole different branch of magic. Like, how how does that even start? I mean, obviously, like she was using for fashion and stuff, but how do you like? Yeah. How did mm -hmm. it begin? You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, we remember. So, uh, and then I love uh, quick change, uh, quick change act. So we mm -hmm. love uh, Source and Victoria, and also we love uh. uh uh, right now I forgot uh, their name. Uh, their their duo, uh, and they do a lot of. Uh, they do very beautiful quitting jack, and that mm -hmm. inspired us a lot to do quitting jack. So we wanted to make our own version, 
Uh, and also at the time, uh, we saw the Archer Brachetic, uh, mm-hmm. who is the yeah best uh, Christianity artist in the world. Nice, yeah, very lucky. He, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> good, he good person to have around. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he inspired us a lot to make our own version. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's how we started. Yeah, so many musicians and performers. Uh, yeah, inspired us a lot. That's cool. And so yeah. I wanted to ask, like, what is your, I feel like this is a good question to ask, like, any husband, you know, like, what what has your wife taught you, I guess, about magic? Like, when you guys came together, like, I'm assuming, yeah. like, it must have changed your magic a lot. So, like, kind of what has she taught you about the art, I suppose? Ah, so before I was, uh, before I met my wife, I, I was like, a, I'm very mm-hmm. ner- nerd musician. <laughs> you know, I only <laughs> practice, yeah, close up thing and just uh, practice a lot and uh, yeah just uh, yeah do magic a lot with the card and coins and but after I met her and uh, she, uh, we want to perform together at the States so she uh, she told me about how do you should think about how do you how do I look on the stage and so mm. and how how do you stand on the stage so it's like a more a stage side she taught me a lot that's cool. So I guess it, yeah. it was more like like your stage presence. She helped you with that. Yes, right. Yeah, and I guess it helped your confidence as well. I'm sure. Like it helps me. Like <laughs> being married, yeah. it's like it, it helps you feel less nerdy, right? <laughs> yes, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I changed yeah. it. I changed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, are there, were there any specific changes she made that helped you? Like, for instance, like when you're, I don't know. Let's say you're doing a coin vanish, like position your body like this, you know, like make yes. sure you're looking in this position. Is there, was there anything specific that you remember yeah. that really helped improve your magic that your wife was able to teach you? Oh, yeah. So basically, uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, he, she taught me a lot. So when I talk on the stage, uh, I, I was very, I was, I, as I said earlier, I was, I was shy guy. Right. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I always, uh, yeah, say something very, uh, like, uh, yeah, it's just a little voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I didn't get confidence uh, always when I perform on the stage. But mm-hmm. she she talked about uh, in a positive way uh, to change the, uh, my stage presence. And also, mm-hmm. yeah, and she, yeah, she's very good at uh how to stand and how to pose on the stage, like a foot positioning right. and everything like that. So yeah, she she showed me and then she yeah she changed me a lot in that way. It's awesome. So I guess this yeah. is maybe a good time to ask this question. It's kind of like a, a follow-on. Like obviously for anyone that doesn't know, obviously like English is your second language. I mean, you, you yes. speak really well, <laughs> but uh, obvi- <laughs> yeah. obviously like, you know, you're from South Korea. So I'm wondering- yes. How do you kind of compensate for English being your second language? Because I get a lot of questions from like different magicians, right? Who are on my email list or who listen to the podcast who are just like, this is great, but I can't do the patter side. So how Ah. do you, how do you compensate for English being your second language? I suppose is my question. Ah, yeah. So yeah, second, yeah, English is my second language and uh, yeah, it's a really, yeah, uh, yeah, so it's been about five years uh, since I lived in the States. But first, like uh, two to three years, uh, I couldn't speak well. And also, yeah, so it always gave me mm-hmm. uh, uh, 
gave me a chip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, freaked you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, yeah. So sometimes when I perform magic, uh, people ask me something uh, that I don't know. And sometimes, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know yeah, the word. And I don't know what, what that means. And uh, yeah, at that time, yeah, it makes me <laughs> really hard uh, sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I should figure it out. And also, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's difficult, but yeah, I still learning. I'm still mm-hmm. learning English. And so figure out how to, yeah, survive here in the States. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you kind of compensate by making things more visual or do you like, I guess, do you have like a really strict script? What are sort of methods that you employ to help you, I guess, or to compensate for that? Yeah, so first I made a script for my magic performance and right. and also I love creating magic so I always make uh, magic and I want to show something new to the audience mm-hmm. that I thought. So yeah, first yeah I made a script and give, uh, give my script to my near, dear friend and uh, yeah, near friends and, uh, mm-hmm. and they, yeah, they yeah, modified the script. Destroy it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> destroy it, and <laughs> yeah, and after that, I try uh, try several times with my friends and uh, my family, and after yeah, I perform. So That's yeah, cool. it takes it takes a lot of time, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I think I think yeah, I think that's really really cool, and I think it's it's interesting because um, I feel like yeah. sometimes it can actually be an advantage. I know this sounds weird, but. Like, yeah. if you think about people like, again, to bring up like Quantum release, like Danny Dortier's, like, you know, like, kind of like the Spanish side yes. of magic. Um, yeah. I feel like they use it a lot <laughs> to kind of get away with stuff. Do you know what I mean? Uh, like, I, I feel like, like, I don't know, for instance, like when Juan Tamaris is using the memorized deck, right? And he's doing like um, yeah. any card, any number. Yes. Because he can like feign. <laughs> that he didn't understand what they said or he genuinely didn't understand what they said uh-huh. he can like move the deck around and almost yes. like just give himself more time in the performance do you know what i mean ah so, yeah yeah yeah. i i know i know what, what they mean <laughs> yeah he's like oh i'm sorry uh you said four right four uh you know yeah. he's like of hearts what's hearts hearts like and he like draws it you know like mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like sometimes yes it can be an advantage right to have english as as your second language because ah. you can kind of get away with stuff Yes, right, right. <laughs> and also, yeah, yeah, so English is my second language, and uh, sometimes, uh, yeah, uh, when, when I use Korean, and I, mm-hmm. I talk a, a lot of, uh, like, uh, uh, shitty things, <laughs> but, yeah, it's a, uh, so when I perform in English, I, it's a, uh, based on my script, so uh, right. I don't say any, any like, uh, uh, bad things, or... <laughs> Yeah, because I don't know how to say it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. You're more so clean. It's, yeah, it's more clean and uh, yeah, less cool and uh, yeah, less more genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the that's the advantage. Yeah. Yeah. So we get the censored version of your acts. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, it's funny. So I guess t- talking of uh, well, actually not talking about at all <laughs> on a completely different note. Um, yeah. What what would you say is one of your like? Because I've seen that you obviously you've done a lot of big performances. Do you have any yes. performance that you've done that really sticks out that was that was extremely memorable for you? Uh, so extremely memorable. Uh, it's uh, Edinburgh Festival. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah I participated the Edinburgh Festival in Scotland. Oh, awesome! 
yeah in 2016 so yeah i i yeah i joined the festival as a member of snap snap is a, a magic performance from south korea and mm -hmm. so there were yeah so many great musicians and i was one of them yeah i i'm not a great musician but i was one of them <laughs> so we performed like uh yeah 45 days in scotland and we promote ourselves in this on the street and wow. uh, we perform we perform almost every day i think only two days break i guess yeah that's and, exhausting uh, it's, yeah it's yeah exhausting but it's so memorable to perform together with my uh friends as uh yeah they are yeah. very great yes that's really cool so like yeah. edinburgh festival as in like music festival or like what, uh, what was the festival uh, edinburgh fest it's a fringe festival so edinburgh fringe mm. okay 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes sense yes right yes so, so it's, I yeah guess... yeah go ahead. yeah there are yeah there are so many musicians and also magic performers and all all genre in yeah and performing so, oh, okay so it's yeah. like a performing arts like Every, like all sorts of performance yes right okay yes, cool yeah so i guess i that kind of reminded me of a question that i wanted to ask you which is like what is like what does south korean magic look like like for people that for people that haven't seen any yeah. south I mean, like the magic that's come out of south korea like what yes what what does the magic scene look like over there if i can ask so in south korea uh so many people love uh Manipulation side, so manipulation mm -hmm. card, manipulation and stage magic these days. Yeah, there are. Yeah, also there are so many musicians uh, uh, to perform closer magic these days. But I don't think mm. there are so many mentalists in South Korea. But in the, really? in the United States, yeah, there are so many mentalists. Yeah, I think almost everybody uh, perform mentalism uh, these <laughs> days. Yeah, I, I saw a lot. So yeah, that's the big difference. So Korean more like a yeah manipulation, and uh, with a uh, with hand, sleight of hand. But here is mentalism, and uh, yeah, I think that's the big difference between the country. Hmm. How how big yeah. is if I can ask how how big is like the the magic scene in in South Korea? Uh, how big? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, how big that is because I I left my country for five years right now. Right. But <laughs> you asked yeah, yeah, yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but yeah, I think yeah, it's still growing and uh, growing fast because uh, yeah, I, there are so many uh, yeah great musicians uh, who work really hard. So mm -hmm. yeah, but I think yeah, uh, yeah, compared to the states, it's not that big because uh, uh, South Korea is a very small country. Right. But yeah, yeah, still growing. Yeah, that's uh, I can say. <laughs> No, that's cool because it's. Yeah. I've definitely been like observing like the Asian magic scene in general has just been like growing and growing over the past few years, and yes. like when I talk to the people that are over there in like countries like Japan, South Korea, like China, like yes. all those different Singapore, like all, all those different places, like I don't know, they they just I I'm told that like kind of how like David Blaine. The, the craze, yeah. the magic craze that caused in, like, the United States. I've heard yeah, it's kind of like yes. a similar thing right now over in Asia, that, like, magic is just kind of, like, blowing up. Yes, right. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. I think 10 years ago, it's more blown up. But these days, it's, uh, yeah, or I, I felt like the uh, oral Asian uh, magic community is uh, a little bit uh, going down. 
I don't mm. know how to how to explain. It's not like going down, but it's, yeah, ten years ago, it's, it's like, like it's like a, it's like stabilizing a little bit. Yeah, it's very favorizing, and so many conventions and competitions, and yeah. But these days, uh, yeah, it's uh, getting smaller. I think it's because of COVID. Yeah, mm. all convention stops, and uh, there are not so many uh, places Chances. to talk about magic and chances yeah. to see magic. Hi there, this is Jacob and thank you for listening to this podcast so far. We just wanted to give a brief shout out to our website, thedailymagician.com. If you haven't already signed up for our daily newsletter, please head over to thedailymagician.com and sign up now. You'll get 24 free magic books just for signing up and more great free content and paid content just like this. We promise you won't regret it. So please head over to thedailymagician.com. You know how, I don't know, if you ask somebody in the US, um, yes. what do you like to do to relax? Like, if they live in Las Vegas, maybe they'll say a magic show. But other than that, you know, it's not like, it's not really in like the public psyche, meaning like, it's not what people think about all the time. Is, yeah. is it similar in Asia? Like, do people go regularly to see magic shows? Or is it still kind of like, something that's quite ah. unique and different? Yeah, it's very unique, I think. <laughs> Uh, of course, uh, there are not many uh, theaters for magic, mm-hmm. and also I think uh, in in case uh, South Korea, uh, we have a short history in magic because uh, we had a war between right. uh, South and North, and before uh, Japan invaded South Korea, so like a mm-hmm. uh, hundred years, there's uh, no history in magic. So after that, like uh, 1950, after 1950 and 60. Uh, at the time, we uh, people uh, started learn magic. So before there were like a one or two magicians only, no history. So they, they don't know how uh, what is magic at the time. Right. So they only uh, see magic in the circus uh, when the mm-hmm. crown crown did magic. It's just a little segment. So they they don't know what magic is. So the so older generation uh, uh, they don't uh, they don't like magic. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, really? Some people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not like uh, compared to the states. Uh, here, uh, there are so many uh, people, uh, older people, uh, love to see magic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw a lot. But uh, compared, to, uh, yeah, in Korea, yeah, they love magic, but uh, they don't know where to see it uh, because they had they didn't have experience when when they were young. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's a difference. Yeah. Is it sometimes? And like, correct me if I'm just being like really uh, ignorant, <laughs> but like, um, I mean, uh, like, my wife and I, we like, we we have like a good friend group of like people from different parts of Asia, and like, I I find Asian people to be like really like polite in general. Is uh, it yeah. is it is it sometimes hard to get to know if you're getting a real reaction? Because like, I would imagine like I, like for instance, <laughs> I performed for some of my wife's friends. And I really yeah. messed up, like really bad. Like the shell of my coin just like fell off, <laughs> like right oh, in the open, yeah. and it just completely failed. But they were like, "Yes, very good." Oh, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, uh, <laughs> "No, it wasn't." <laughs> is it sometimes yeah. hard? Because I don't know, like Asian culture is so polite, right? And like, especially, yeah. especially if you're trying to perform something, is it hard to get like real reactions sometimes? <laughs> I guess it's kind oh, of a weird yeah. question, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Yes, I, I know what, what you mean. So, 
it depends on the situation. So when you uh, show something to your uh, near uh, friends or family, uh, yeah. they they will say, "Oh, you are you are suck. You sucks." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they 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 can directly uh, say something like that. But uh, so when you perform uh, at the mm -hmm. theater, I think yeah, uh, it it went wrong. Uh, so people didn't like it. So yeah, mm -hmm. we. We, we can catch it, uh, their reactions. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, yeah, some people are really polite, so they don't want to say anything bad. But right. yeah, generally when you perform, uh, uh, you got the, uh, you got the yeah, mood and mm -hmm. yeah, vibe. So yeah, you can feel it. <laughs> yeah, I guess that, that leads me kind of like to my next question, which is like, what, what's it been like moving to the USA? I know that's a big question, but like, like recently, yeah. I actually just moved back from the US and like I moved from the UK to the USA and you know, it's just, even though it's, it's I, I don't know, oh. England is more Western, it, yeah. it, it was definitely a culture shock. Like there's a lot of things that are very different. And again, even yeah. though my wife's American, like, yes. especially oh, wow. when I was living out West, cause I was living in Utah, which is like only a state. Oh, over very nice. Me. Yeah, it, it was very, very different. So I, I guess like, what's yes. it been like moving to the USA for you? So it's a, like a life-changing experience. 100%. So before, yeah. yeah, before I moved to the States, and I thought I could do everything in the States and I had uh, my own, own American dream. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, ha I had quite confidence uh, that I, I could do that. But like uh, two to three years, yeah, I, I was so, I felt so miserable. <laughs> and also, yeah, I didn't know <laughs> what to do. I didn't know what to do. So, mm. yeah, I, I think I lost my way. But during the pandemic, I posted videos and uh, and people loved it. So now uh, some some musicians recognize me, my work, and that's mm -hmm. uh, that's big change. So yeah, still yeah, I'm still learning English, and also yeah, there are uh, so many things to uh, solve it at mm. uh, living in states and cost a lot of money. Yeah, compared to the everything's so expensive. Yes, yeah. yes, right. It's uh, crazy. <laughs> Food especially is like so yeah. expensive compared. Food, yeah. But uh, the good thing about America is uh, when you make food by yourself, it's uh, it's quite cheap. Yeah. Yes. That's get, true. Uh, yeah. But if you uh, uh, go to a restaurant, it's uh, it's expensive <laughs> compared yeah. to Asia and uh, yes. It's yeah. it's kind of shocking, like just how much you you can't do in the U.S. Like until you're like got your green card you know like that that was one thing that like surprised me is like it, it was just it's so yeah like like if you don't have a social security number in the u.s it's just like you cannot do like anything <laughs> you can't yeah. even get like a phone <laughs> yes i i couldn't imagine it so i i, I luckily i got my green card before i very went nice. to states very nice and uh yeah so i was so worried uh uh sometimes uh so many people said i i I couldn't get my social security number after I arrived in the States, but luckily mm. I got it like a one month later. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, first year is so smooth. I I worried a lot of things, but it's mm. so smooth. But like uh, after one year, I, I lost my way. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I really didn't know what to do. It's, uh, it's just, uh, just uh, yeah, crazy. Yeah. And, and I mean, it must yeah. just be so different like even like geographically right living in yes. nevada compared to like south korea I mean, i'm guessing it must have been a lot more i mean anywhere's more green than las vegas right yes <laughs> so right. that must have been really <laughs> shocking 
<laughs> yes, but first two years I lived in California, North Hollywood. Oh, nice. So yeah, I, I used to go to the Mask Castle. Some, oh, yeah, sometimes okay, I okay. perform and I watch magic. So yeah, that's a, that's a great experience. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. How, how was it kind of like meeting your heroes, I guess, right? Because it sounds like... I, I don't know exactly. there must be a better way to say this but it sounds like you're a big magic nerd which i love <laughs> like it sounds yes. like you read all the time and you perform all the time and you love practicing right if yeah, i can yes, right yeah so how was it kind of meeting the people like your heroes i guess oh yeah so yeah i met so many musicians and uh yeah i grew up watching them right. uh, in the video and uh, yeah that's uh that's so weird and also uh, their, their, it's, it's their real work. So when, when you go to Mass Castle, it's like uh, they bring their best pieces. And mm. uh, you could see it from like a, a very close and intimate place. So that's a really beautiful uh, memory. And uh, yeah, it's an unforgettable. Yeah, I learned a lot. Who is your, who is your favorite magician to meet? Oh, my favorite magicians, actually my favorite is uh, Penn and Teller and Maggie. Yeah. Cool. And also, I love I love David Blaine and yeah. Copperfield, of course. Yeah, there's so many, uh, but yes, I love them. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So, tell me about this uh, this Guinness World Record. How how did that come to be? Oh yeah. So in 2016, uh, it's like a China broadcasting uh, China TV show. Uh, booked us to perform their preaching at uh, their Guinness World Night. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, the show. The series name is uh, the Guinness World Night. They they invited the uh, uh, World Guinness Record people to judge some of the uh, performers, like uh, mm. like a preaching like us, and also another yeah incredible performers all around the world. And uh, yeah, and uh, we did the uh, yeah mo most outfits in thirty seconds. So we practiced a lot uh, before we uh, traveled to China, and uh, luckily it went well. So it mm. helped us a lot to do more more shows. Yeah, I was gonna say like so. I mean, so you basically have to try and get the world record like live on TV. Is that how it works? Yes, right. Oh wow, that must have been nerve wracking. What, what was that? Yeah, nerve wracking. <laughs> oh, I think yeah, it's a pre-recorded video, pre-recorded. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, so it wasn't show. like yes, it wasn't like a live audience yeah. or anything, yeah. or was it? Yeah, it's there were live audience, but it so but it's, but it's not live. Yeah, yeah it's okay, not live. Okay. Yes, yeah. So was it? All, did you do it in one go, or did, did it take a few? Uh it's just one go. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, that's a, that's that's no breaking. <laughs> yeah i bet i bet who, who was it yeah. both of you that did it or was it just one of you like how did it work? yeah actually yeah ellie did it and i helped her yeah right right yes. yeah that's cool that, i mean does yeah. that hang proudly in your home your nice guinness world record uh yeah in korea <laughs> in korea yeah. okay you're keeping it yeah, safe in korea. yeah i keep it safe <laughs> <laughs> yeah it makes sense right so what's it been like i guess I know I've asked you about living in the U.S., but like, uh, like obviously, like you've talked about like David Copperfield and like where they've really had their most success is kind of like living and performing in Las Vegas, right? Like Copperfield yes. sold more tickets than anyone else. Yeah. Um, do you do you perform right now in Las Vegas? Is that what you're doing? What, what what's your current projects? I guess. Uh yeah, my current project is uh yeah I I perform 
like I travel the world and also、mm-hmm. I travel nationwide, but、okay. I don't have a show in Las Vegas. Sounds I'm, pretty I'm good. Just, <laughs> yes, I'm just、uh, living in Las Vegas, so I'm a locker. <laughs> I'm a locker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your yeah. favorite country that you visited?、Uh, my favorite country is UK. <laughs> oh yeah. Woo. Yes, definitely. I love London and、uh, and、uh, in Manchester uh, and Blackpool. Yeah, I had a lot of memories、uh, there. Yes, we both love、uh, UK so much. Oh, that's、yeah. cool. We、yeah. we live in we live in I live in Manchester. Me and my wife we live in Manchester. Ah,、uh, Manchester. Ah,、oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Manchester, I I arrived in London and we stopped in Manchester like two to three days and、uh, mm. we enjoyed the city and、uh, yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Lon- I I feel like London's like a, a playground, but like for adults, you know. That's kind of how、oh. I describe it to people. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's just so much to do, you know. Yes. But I especially love Blackpool because、uh, we had a lot of memories there. <laughs> so and also when we performed the, our first act on Britain's Got Talent, it's a、uh, it's a January seventeenth our our wedding anniversary and we performed our quick change act for Britain's、Aww. Got Talent. Yeah, so it's so memorable. And,、uh, yeah. Yeah. So we had a lot of good memories in UK. Yeah. So yeah. what what's been like? What's it like to go on a big TV show? I guess is my question. Like、uh, you've been on a lot of them. What what what's、yeah. it kind of like to be behind the scenes? So yeah, before you go and uh, it's uh, yeah you、uh, you get nervous <laughs> every、yeah. day, I guess <laughs>、yeah. uh, because uh, in TV show it's、uh, yeah so many things、uh, go wrong. It's just in、right. a second. So we should uh, uh, make a plan not to do it. And also normally we perform these、uh, shows at the stage. Uh, in the theater,、mm-hmm. so when you perform in the TV show, you should change a lot of things, like、uh, little details,、mm-hmm. like uh, because uh, they capture everything. So if you have、uh, like a strings in your uh, uh, office or dirt in office, or you clean everything, and or, or also fix、um, more safe, uh,、mm-hmm. uh, and also make a method more safe version. To do it right, so yeah, there are a lot of things to do. <laughs> yeah, and so I guess like, what, like I guess I'll just pick out one because it's kind of hard to ask you like what it's like to be on TV. <laughs> But I guess what what、yeah. was it like to be on like Britain's Got Talent versus like Pan and Teller Foolers? I guess. Oh, so yeah, actually, I I filmed the Pan and Teller Foolers during the pandemic, so there's no audience. Oh, okay. So basically, it's, it looked like yeah,、uh, it felt like a、uh, I did rehearsal. Yeah. There were only、uh, Pan and、uh, Pan and Teller in the audience and、uh, mm-hmm. Alice on the stage, so it's not like a real performance. But yeah, yeah I really enjoyed it because、uh, the entire team is、uh, very friendly, and they know magic very well,、mm. and so they care a lot for the musicians, and they yeah, they are very kind and、uh, so nice experience. I think.、Uh, That's the best、uh, TV show I I've ever had.、Yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah, yes. Because uh, like uh, uh, when you go to ACT or Britain's Got Talent, it's like a、mm-hmm. war. It's like war, and you film the uh, film <laughs> film something all day long, and、uh, it's a、uh, it's a、uh, there's no time to rest. <laughs>、mm. But、uh, yeah, for us, they care a lot, and they care magic, and they know magic. So、right. it's a、uh, yeah, it's、uh, so nice. It's for musicians. 
what was it like meeting like your Panatella then your favorite magicians how was that yeah it's a it's a salir before i i went to see the uh Panatella's uh, show in las vegas mm-hmm. so i met them in person already oh, cool so uh and for us yeah it's a, that's a very short time so i performed it during the pandemic <laughs> there's right. a no uh no chance to talk with him just we say hi together <laughs> and then i got the comment and that that was it so right. we just <laughs> say goodbye and then each other <laughs> and that was it it's very short because uh, because of pandemic yeah right 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 uh, yeah yeah you, covid <laughs> yeah 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 uh, COVID, COVID, yeah exactly yeah yeah makes sense yeah <laughs> well that's cool right. so i guess i, I it's kind of interesting I'm, I'm just gonna pick something out that you said um because yeah. I, I think it's already i think it's something that people don't always remember like i've really liked yeah. how you said it's like oh before a big show i'm nervous like every day because i think yes. i think people think like oh like david copperfield or like oh pan and teller like oh check you like they don't get nervous before a show because like they're professionals uh, but like yeah. you always get nervous i'm guessing right like it's you, yes. you always have nerves yes yes i don't know it's my personality <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. yeah i yeah so i always uh do mind control by myself before i go upstairs mm. think about uh, things what what will happen and uh, think about right. the yeah situations and that that's how i yeah uh break that kind of feeling sometimes because uh, yeah uh sometimes it's really difficult but it's mm-hmm. sometimes it's enjoyable uh yeah oh that's cool so you like i guess what you're saying is like before you go on you kind of like envision like you kind of yes. put yourself like almost like like it's like uh, athletes right like they see themselves running across the finish line before they run the race right would you say it's kind of that yeah. sort of thing yes right yeah hmm. so for people that get really nervous performing what advice yeah. would you give them uh so yeah i think what uh the solution is that uh, you should practice a lot <laughs> that's uh, that's <laughs> yeah, the only that, thing you could yeah, get over it yeah i think i didn't <laughs> I didn't practice a lot. <laughs> That's why I nervous every time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. After I moved to moved to the states, yeah, sometimes when I perform in English, yeah, it it gave me nervous a lot. I don't know because uh, sometimes uh, people ask me uh, that's something I don't know, and they gave mm. me yeah nervous, and also uh, I worry about oh if some people ask me another things, what should I do? I don't know what to do. Something like that. That kind of uh, uh, thinking um, made me nervous. But if you practice a lot, and uh, and so you, you should get more confident when you're acting, so you can focus on it. So that's how you can remove that kind of feeling. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's great advice. So, what are your hobbies? I suppose out outside of magic. So outside of magic, I I love woodworking. And uh, really? wedding, yes, That's cool. wedding, and also yeah, I love making something like uh, with my hands. So I love uh, uh, origami or pop ups. Wow. And also yeah, and also I love uh, uh, Muay Thai. It's a uh, Thailand uh, th- Thailand kickboxing. <laughs> oh okay, all right. Yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so before I started magic, yeah, I picked 
uh, Muay Thai uh, as my hobby. Uh, but I, I quit, and after I, I did magic. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you're, you're you're a bit of a lethal weapon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll I'll make sure to to stay away from you if I if I ever make you angry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's okay. <laughs> so yeah. woodworking, like that's really interesting. How how did you get yes. into that? So uh, woodworking, I yeah I I got it because uh, yeah I learned it for magic. I wanted to make a, I wanted really? to build a, yeah I wanted to build illusions in two thousand sixteen or two thousand fourteen. Wow. And uh, yeah, I wanted to make it by myself. So that's how I learned the woodworking. And also I, I learned welding and 3D printing for magic. But after that, oh, it became gosh. my hobby. Yeah, it became my hobby. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it's, uh, it's uh, so nice when, when, I, when I make something. So, uh, mm. yeah. You can just completely relax. Yeah, it's very relaxed. Mm. So how, I mean, obviously, I mean, my question was going to be how have these things like helped your magic, but I mean, I guess you were literally yeah. making magic. <laughs> yes, yes, right. <laughs> but sometimes Sorry. I, yeah, but sometimes I made a lot of uh, uh, some different things for my hobby, mm. like a decoration uh, or yeah. That so when I uh, make something new or something different uh, right. besides magic, uh, they gave me some yeah, different inspiration, and also I learned mm. a lot. And when I when you when you learn something, and that gives you uh, so many inspiration, yeah, mm. so that helps me. So when I learned Muay Thai, after that I I I, I started magic. I said, mm -hmm. so uh, when you learn Muay Thai and uh, or like a kickboxing or yeah boxing, uh, yeah. they they will teach you how to stand on the ring. So it's like a, it's it's the same as a stage performance. Right. So yeah, I I know. So I learned how to move and how to move naturally. So that kind of things yeah helped my magic. I guess like controlling, because <laughs> I I did, I I did kickboxing. So like oh, wow. I guess like controlling the energy in your body, right? Like that was something that from kickboxing that I found like really yes. kind of crazy. Is like you know like when it's like okay like I want you to put all of your weight into like your left foot right oh like, yeah 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 that's that yeah. kind of thing yes. yeah yeah so i guess it helps with your, your stance how, how do you like do you still okay wait i, I i'll come back to this question because i want to hear about the rest of the stuff okay so welding like can you explain to me because when i think of welding i think of like somebody like i think of like deep yeah. sea welding like somebody like under the sea with like oh, yeah. <laughs> fixing a yeah, pipe that's, like... a... <laughs> that's a that's a that's crazy <laughs> i can't do it yeah <laughs> So like uh, for I just bought like a metals and aluminum pipe and just uh, work together to make uh, illusions. So illusions uh, sometimes it's just like frame, so mm. it's uh, easy to weld. But yeah, I can't do. <laughs> Maybe easier for you. Uh, Maybe easier. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a bit easier for me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. How, so I, I guess my question for that is how do you? Okay, so you've been performing since you were 15. It's been 20 years, right? So, yes. And obviously, magic is your job, right? So yep. how do you keep it fresh? Like, Because even for me, right? Like, Because I run my email list and I have the podcast and I create yeah. my own magic as well. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. uh, it's like a, I have to make a real effort to think like, okay, magic is my hobby. It's not a job, you yes. know, so that I can actually relax while I'm practicing and relax while I'm coming up with effects. How, yeah. 
after you know you have such great experience like how do you how do you keep it fresh i guess is my question so yeah when i started magic i love uh season the world championship of magic yeah so when i when i saw the video uh performance was uh, so different from uh, other 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 magic performance and uh, when i was mm. young i thought magic is just illusions uh is like a typical illusions but uh, in this video, there were so many musicians uh, who performed their own magic with their own props, and that's mm. so inspiring. So after I always uh, joined the magic competition, so that kept me fresh every time because I wanted to do something new. So yeah, I think uh, uh, for one decade after I started magic, I always uh, participated in magic competition. And that mm. made me uh, to create uh, something new or something different. And after that, when I performed magic, yeah, I yeah that kind of experience uh, gave me yeah you should do something new uh, for the audience. And so that's how I yeah uh, motivated me to do something new. But these days, yeah, I post magic videos on social media. Mm. And people gave me reactions and positive reactions and feedbacks, and that motivated me to do something new. Yeah, always change it, but yeah, you should find a way to do something like that. <laughs> no, I like that. I think it's a really good point. So it's like, it's not like it was just that one thing that helped to keep it fresh. It was just like you kept yeah. finding ways to like yes. enjoy magic, I guess. Like whether that's through social media, whether that's through the competitions, whether that's through welding, woodwork. Yes. It's like <laughs> you've, you've kept it fresh in like your own way. I think that's really yeah. cool. awesome so i guess um yeah. i mean as somebody that you know is in your position i mean you sound like a really humble guy so i guess like <laughs> <laughs> you you probably don't think of yourself in like this really high up position at least from what i'm getting from you um but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what advice would you give for kind of you know young up-and-coming magicians who who want to get to a similar place that you that you're in oh yeah so i think uh you should learn something every day uh it's a, even that's a small uh, uh, moves or a small theory or you should learn something every day and also mm. try to show it as much as you want if you want you want to be a performer yeah that's that's a really great thing mm. so you when you show something uh, you learn a lot and you quickly learn a lot uh, it's just uh, you practice in front of mirror yeah when you show something yeah you you will learn a lot so you should do something every day like that like and that. after that yeah, and after that, I always try to break the rules in magic. So when you when you do magic, uh, you you figure out there are so many rules, right? Uh, right. Yeah, that's that's great rules and that helps you to do uh, better magic. But one day, I think uh, you should break all the rules that you have. Like uh, uh, sometimes people say uh, camera trick sucks, or Sometimes uh, when you do closer magic, you, you just uh, have a one suitcase and that's enough. Uh, yeah, if you uh, bring some big objects, <laughs> that's not yeah. closer magic. It's, you know, it's some, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. And you should break all the rules that you have. And that way you can do something, uh, uh, something new. Hmm. I, I really like that. That's really, really, that, I think that's really fantastic advice. Like both oh, wow. of them, like especially the breaking the rules thing, because I think, like for instance, so I mean we 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 run an email list, right? And like yes, 
but when when me and Benji started, we were like nineteen and, and twenty, and wow. he'd worked for. I mean, I'm twenty two now, so it hasn't been that long. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, we're, we're, I don't know. One of the things that we tried to think about is like how to break the rules, but like break them well. I guess I know that sounds weird, but it's yeah. like break them in like yeah. the right the right way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the important thing. Yeah, that's the important thing. <laughs> Yeah, right away, yeah, right. Yeah, because yeah. like sometimes you're like, oh, I'll just like breaking the rule for the sake of breaking the rules, like isn't the point, you know what I mean? Like yes. if it's like, oh, okay, like any card, any number, but instead of a number, I'm gonna use uh, an animal. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, okay, yeah. like you're breaking a rule, but like, <laughs> you know, like is that the right <laughs> rule to be breaking, or should it be something else? You know, like yeah, I, I yeah, think. Yeah. And for us, like I don't know, for us, we're like, okay, the rule we want to break is like we think a lot of like corporate magic emails are like really boring yeah. <laughs> like we think everyone like so what we're gonna do is we're gonna make our emails like with a lot of personality and say everything yes. that we think and like for us that's that's helped us a lot and, and i think like finding the right rule to break <laughs> is like yes. a really important part of like being an yes editor, i suppose <laughs> definitely definitely yeah some people just break the rules in in their personal uh yeah Gain, like right. uh, yeah, they yeah they just reveal all the secrets and uh, yeah they got fame and not yeah. like that yeah it's just uh, yeah right way to yeah break the rules yeah yeah no that's really yeah. cool man great advice yeah. um I guess as a final this is kind of a, a deep question <laughs> yeah but it's it's one that we like <laughs> to ask um it's it's kind of funny because we we started yeah. out asking this question and then um we we had Andy Gladwin on from Vanishing Inc and. He, yes. he, he, we asked him this question. And he's like, "Oh, like I wanted to ask a bunch of other magicians this question, and like I want to hear what they have to say." So we've kind of been on this quest ever since. Like it's been like a year now of <laughs> asking this question to all the magicians we speak to. Um, okay. But the, the, yeah, that, that's a lot of build up for. It's very good. You're probably going to be very underwhelmed now. Um, but yes. <laughs> basically, like, why magic? You know, like it, it sounds. Magic? It yeah. sounds like you could have done a lot of other things, like kickboxing or welding or woodwork. Yeah. <laughs> Like, why do you do magic, and why do you keep doing magic? Yeah, cause uh, I really love performing magic uh, mm. for for people, and I think yeah, that really uh, changes something in positive way. And also, I said I love creating magic. So right. my point is, uh, yeah, I love creating magic, and then I want to show my magic to the audience. Uh, that's mm. uh, that's my uh, uh, that's uh, meaningful. That's meaningful in my life. So mm. yeah, I one day I wanted to create something new that no one hasn't seen it before. So like a, a really beautiful magic. So mm. that's my goal. So yeah, I keep pursuing my dream uh, as a musician. So that's why I do magic. Lovely, thank you. Um, I guess before before we end this out, I, I kind of want to give you a chance to speak about some of um, your projects, like because I, I was obviously like uh, snooping around yeah. your site <laughs> and looking at some of the stuff yeah. you produced. <laughs> Um, yeah. so I mean, what, I guess, like, would you want to tell me about, yeah. like, the fourth dimension? That seemed really interesting. Uh, uh fourth dimension, the... yes. Yeah. So, it's, a uh, it's, uh, the original idea was made by Jerry Andrews, and it's called Myla Mystery. As, uh, there's a black paper and a red dot at the center, and it comes mm -hmm. out, uh, into the real picture, and, and it goes back inside, and it's a beautiful routine. Mm. So... The original idea is to use a lemon, a lemon, lemon picture. It comes out into rear and it goes back inside. 
and I loved it and I changed it in a modern way and that's how I made it. <laughs> that's force cool. magic. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess just to give you a chance to promote your other stuff, um what well, I guess oh, what's, yeah. what what would you recommend from your website people if they, if you know they they've heard about your magic, they've heard about how you like to keep things original and they've enjoyed the podcast like where where should they start? What what, what how should they get into your world, I guess? Oh, I think uh, so. It's not in my website. I think the Penguin Live is uh, like a, like my lecture. Mm. It's a, I think two hour lecture. So that's that gives you more ideas uh, about me and about my magic. So yeah, that's great. So get it from Penguin Magic. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yes, and, and also yeah, I have a recent project. So yeah, I I launched my deck of cards. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yes, my first deck of cards in April 29th. Oh, congratulations. Kickstarter. Yeah, on Kickstarter. So, oh, yeah, okay. if you like, uh, if you like uh, playing cards, custom playing cards, yeah. Join yeah, me. So yeah. <laughs> where, where should people yes. go, I guess, like uh, on Kickstarter? What should they search for? Uh, so, right now, yeah, you can, uh, you can, I don't know, they can search it. It's uh, all my playing cards. All my playing cards. So, you can uh, get the link to uh, follow that project in my Instagram account. Okay. Okay, yeah, yes. I definitely will do that because, uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, that'll be awesome. Okay, and so how, how long Thank does you. the Kickstarter have left on it? Uh, yes, yeah, so right now it didn't start. So it will start uh, April 29th and uh, for one month. Very, very exciting. And what's different about them? Uh, I mean, different. like, uh, yeah, like why, why should... Why should I uh, invest in your cards, Jeffy? <laughs> what, uh, what, yeah. What's going to be unique? <laughs> if, if some people uh, love and want to support my magic, and uh, I hope they can get it, and that really means a lot to me. Yeah. And also, yeah, yeah, I love classic uh, card design, and I made very classic card design. Mm. And, but the top box is very special, I think. So when you when you when you see it, when you see the photo, I'm uh, excited. I'm excited. Think, yeah. I think people love it. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. So is it, I guess before we end out, is there anything else that you want to shout out? Any, any, any where should people go if they want to hear? Obviously, we talked about the Penguin Lecture, but is there anything else that you want to promote? Uh, that's it. I think, yeah, it's perfect for me. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, I will definitely attach this uh, Kickstarter link in the podcast description. Yes. So, <clears throat> and obviously in the email as well, I'll, I'll push it, but. Um, if people want to go support the Kickstarter, and obviously if they yes. want to follow you on Instagram, just yeah. lucky you, you'll find him quite yes. easily, I think. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> and where where can people see you live? Are you, are you touring at all? Like, how how can people see you? Uh, right now, yeah, I just uh, perform here and there. Like, uh, uh, so I don't know. Yeah, it's just Instagram <laughs> is the best way to see my. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Instagram, or you get lucky. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> or, or they pay you for an event, I guess, right? If they really wanted to, yeah. they, they could do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, perfect. Well, thank you All so right. much. It's really been a pleasure thank having you, you so on much. and getting to know you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Jake. Okay. And uh, if anybody, if you enjoyed this podcast, please um, leave a review down below. Um, I'd love to hear your feedback. And yeah, we'll close it out there. Awesome. Yes. <laughs>